Welcome to Love Quirks, the relationship and love podcast about sparking your connections and understanding the big picture of love. If you're neurospicy, kind of quirky, or just a regular old human wanting to spark your relationships with more connection, more love, more acceptance, and more understanding, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Crystal Clark. Join my quirky crew on your journey to being sparked forever because no one is normal and all love quirks. Welcome to our love space today. Uh, It's love month still. I think this is going to be the last episode of love month. We've been thinking about all things love this month. So, and how to really increase it or, you know, make our love connections have more quality. Um, and I guess, and more connection (laughs) about them. Right. So, Uh, Yeah, we've been talking about vulnerability. We've been talking about making love into an action, uh, all of these good things. And I wanted to, you know, I've had a few people message me and, you know, even though I want you guys to paint in the details yourself, I understand that not everyone is there yet. And even though we're starting to understand that our relationships and especially our long-term relationships, you know, that our love in them is not just this like magical thing that is there or not there, but it's something that we actually choose to take action and choose to grow, choose to, um, you know, put effort into and, uh, an intention into. Okay. So, you know, I've had some of you message me now that we have this understanding and be like, I know I'm supposed to fill in the details myself, but I really don't know how, what to do. So we've talked a little bit about, you know, the words talky part, right? So even though we're talking about actions last episode, and if if you haven't uh, listened to that one about making uh, love into a verb or an action, please do. I believe that's episode 10. I think it's called love action, (laughs) something like that. Go check it out. Um, and as always, like with, with everyone messaging me and asking me these great questions always, um, you know, contact DM me on, uh, Instagram at sparked forever or through TikTok. Uh, I believe TikTok is uh, sparked underscore forever. And you can find me in those places. You can also find me on my website, uh, sparkedforever.com. And you can reach out to me, ask me any of those detailed questions that you want. Because I know we talk a lot about the big picture and some of you just aren't, you know, aren't there yet for being able to fill in all your details. Some of you are and some of you aren't. And that's cool. We will get you there. And definitely the stuff that we talked about on the last few podcasts, for sure, those we would all cover and dive way deeper into in, uh, you know, my beyond the big day work that you can see on my website. So if you want to get into that, if you want to dive deeper, go check it out and we can make that happen for you. Anywho, so I've had some people ask for the details and that's super cool. And so one of the things I think popped out was to me, you know, I think before we can maybe do some of these actions is getting the energy to do them. So I know with COVID, uh, a lot of us that year blip, two year blip, year and a half blip, whatever it was for you, um, 
you know, I think we're still recovering from that. I think our energy is still recovering from it. I think all the things that are going on in the world right now are maybe stopping our energy from boosting back to maybe where it was before COVID. For some of us, no, but I think there's a lot of people out there who are like, ah, still, you know, we never can go back to the past. We can never be exactly the same. Um, but there's still, I think some people in this, I'm totally included in this where I don't feel quite, quite there yet. So, I mean, one of those things, the first step, and here we like to always work on our little baby steps, right? We like to do our little pieces. If you're not at okay, then we're going to get you to okay first before we try to get you beyond okay. Um, so one of the, I mean, basic things for having the energy to put into your relationships or the energy to turn your feelings of love into uh, a visual, a visible, visual, visible, <laughs> observable actions towards your love of life. Um is to have the energy to do it. And usually, and uh, the basic way to get our, you know, kind of life force and our energy going again is to have uh, a good self-care routine. Now, I hate the way self-care gets thrown around because it really does get thrown around, unfortunately. And people tend to like, you know, put into things like, ooh, do like a face mask or a bubble bath or whatever. But there's actually some foundational pieces of self-care that you really need uh, before you can even think about doing the bubble bath and that that will provide you with any sort of benefit. So those foundational pieces, uh, I've learned a lot through this, just getting coached myself on them because that's always important, right? I'm not just the person, you know, who does the support and the coaching. I also uh, go out and get that support when I need it. So um, with the burnout piece or the self-care piece, you want to make sure you're doing your foundational pieces. Am I getting enough nutrition? Am I getting enough fruits, vegetables, fiber, things that are going to generally make me feel, give me a little bit more of just that physical energy. Okay. So am I feeding myself appropriately? Am I watering myself <laughs> appropriately? Like a little plant, right? Am I getting enough water? Uh, am I taking my vitamins or whatever you need to take that gives you that boost? Am I getting movement in my day? Is that a walk? Is that dancing around, uh, you know, in my living room? Is that going to the gym? Is that doing a class with a friend? I don't know what it is for you, but are you getting some daily movement or at least some movement a few times a week? Because that boosts energy levels for sure. And of course, are we getting sleep? I know that's a big problem for many of us nowadays, but kind of if we're working on these foundational pieces, that's going to give us kind of a little basic boost of energy. That's going to be our foundation for then building other self-care rituals and routines on top of that. So make sure you have those going. I'm not your expert and your specialist in those foundational pieces, but if you DM me, I can point you uh, in the direction of uh, some great people. So there we go. So we need those foundational pieces. Um, what I want to give you, I think, because we've been talking about, you know, vulnerability, and that's a lot about words and sharing and things like that. And we just jumped into thinking about love as an action. So those physical things we wanted to do, I wanted to give you a few physical ideas, purely physical ideas to color in your love picture with. Okay. So again, these are just ideas. Uh, maybe they're not all going to resonate with you. If they don't, that's no problem. <laughs> hopefully they will, hopefully some will, or hopefully they will inspire another physical uh, action that you can do. This is what I'm hoping for. Okay, so 
be inspired or, you know, or be connected with these ideas, give them a try. Okay. So the first one, and, and trust me, you have to trust me on these. I know when we start getting into them, you'd be like, well, Crystal, for some of us, this is a little too happy dippy, maybe a little too touchy feely, but trust me, these are so, so important. And again, if you're kind of like, ah, they sort of resonate or like, I'm having trouble being inspired by them get in touch with me because then you need these, you need these in your life. And uh, like, I cannot tell you, they are the tiniest things you can do and they make so much difference for your romantic connection between you and the love of your life. An amazing amount of difference. So here we go. Let's dive into the first one. Some of you are going to think this is a little cheesy. Here we go. Breathing together. So <laughs> I don't know if any of you guys have ever been to, um, you know, I've gone to some of those like uh, relationship kind of like trade show things. And, you know, I've gone to the like tantric sex talk and they always tell talk about like the, how the breathing is really important and those kind of things. So here we go. So breathing together is actually truly well-researched, very important for you. We even know that practicing intentional deep breathing ourselves is good for our stress levels. It's good for, um, you know, so many different things in our life, our relaxation and our calmness, but you can do it as a couple, right? And it actually does a few different things when you do it as a couple. So I want you to picture however you want to do <laughs> your breathing. I personally, in my relationship, love to practice some synchronized deep breathing in like big spoon, little spoon position because I'm a super cuddler. Actually, me and my partner are both super cuddlers. Um, and so, you know, we like to do big spoon, little spoon, and we just kind of lie there and intentionally think about each other. And we don't go like one, two, three, okay, let's breathe together. We actually just like lie there and listen to each other breathing and try to sync up our breathing right? Can you hear my little breath? Uh, we try to uh, sync those up together. And, you know, for some people, you might need to start at 20-ish seconds, 30-ish seconds. Like, again, we're not really timing it, but you may like lie down and be like, well, this feels super awkward and weird. Ooh, opportunity to get out of uh, your comfort zone, right? To be a little vulnerable with each other, trying something new. Great. Another twofer. Awesome. Okay. So, you know, and just take that moment and lie there and think about each other's breaths intentionally. Listen to each other breathing intentionally and see if you can match it up together. Okay. That's what you're going to do. So, and I mean, for me, you know, it really, it actually puts me to sleep now. <laughs> Because it has become such a relaxing and calming thing to do. And as soon as I get into that little spoon position and start intentionally thinking about his breathing, you know, uh, like I don't even know how long we do it for anymore because, you know, I probably just start to fall asleep right away. But again, we all know the benefits of these breathing exercises and you can do any, you know, kind of, I would say any kind of bonded position you want. So again, like on the internet, they will suggest doing like the, I call it the koala bear snuggle, but like the tantric position where you're kind of facing each other and you're cross-legged, but then you wrap your legs and your arms around each other. So kind of like a seated 
bear hug with each other. So you could give that a try, that position. Um, you could lie on top of each other. Maybe you could even start just standing hugging. I don't know what you want to do, but anything where a lot of your body's connected and you can really feel each other's breathing. So when you're doing like that, facing each other, koala bear hug sort of thing with your legs and your arms wrapped around each other, you're not going to maybe feel as much as the chest go up and down as say as the shoulders, as you would if you were in a spooning position, but you're still going to be able to feel and hear your partner's breathing and that will help you sync it up. And we, and like I said, we all know the regular old um, benefits of deep breathing and that it's linked to reducing stress and increasing relaxation and mindfulness and blah, blah, blah. But when we do it as a couple, we actually get to experience like a harmonized moment together. We also get to practice mirroring each other and mirroring. I know if you look it up on the internet, uh, there'll be a lot of things like it can be used by narcissists to manipulate you and things like that. So let's not go down that rabbit hole. Let's assume that the partner we're with is a kindful, caring, loving person and that we don't have to worry about them manipulating the practice of mirroring. So if we're in that mindset, then, you know, it's a super healthy way, very constructive way to get some mirroring in. And especially if we're kind of at that okay or below okay zone in our relationship with each other, right? We've, we're hitting a bit of a rough spot being harmonized and having that moment of connection without any words or agenda or pressure is going to be magic. That's going to be your magic feeling, right? That you don't have words or agenda or pressure. You are just physically communicating your harmony with each other. Wow. Oh my gosh, that just gave me tingles thinking about it in that way. Okay. And this is, again, something you can easily add, right? So again, with self-care, sometimes we get a little overwhelmed because, you know, we already feel burnt out. We already feel tired and exhausted. Then people are like, add in an hour walk, add in a blah, 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 add in making all of your food from scratch. And you're just like, ah, I'm already exhausted. How can I add these things in? Right. So. This deep breathing, like I said, you can do it for, you can start with 10 seconds, 20 seconds, 30 seconds, a minute, five minutes, the whole time you're lying on the couch and watching Netflix together. That's right. If you want to spoon and watch Netflix and start off by sort of thinking about your breathing together. And then every once in a while be like, oh yeah, are we still breathing together? Oh, we're not. Let's synchronize that up again. Okay. Now we're breathing together again. Cool. And then, you know, maybe you'll zone out after about 30 seconds of that and get back into the show, but you can easily put that in. And all of those tiny moments of that synchronized harmony, they'll add up. They'll go towards something, right? So it's a, it's a thing that you can easily add into a time where you're already having contact during the day, right? If you're doing, if you're uh, a cut snugglers or cuddlers, or even if you're not, you know, have a little, 30 second, one minute, two minute breathing snuggle uh, when you get into bed at bedtime. Have it when you wake up in the morning, right? And it's even a good thing, like even if you have mixed schedules and some person wakes and one, one of you wakes up a little earlier, you know, you can kind of wake up, the other person can half wake up, you can have a little bit of a snuggle, synchronized breathing time, and then that other person can go start getting ready for their day. And then you get the other person could just like chill out in bed and they're still in a relaxed state because we didn't like wake them, wake them up. We're just like, hey, I'm snuggling and breathing with you, right? Maybe the more awake person can match 
the more sleepy person's breathing. Wow, cool. How easy is that? So easy. Um, if you're not, you know, maybe another moment you can add it into your day would be when you're waiting for your morning coffee to brew and you can stand in the kitchen and have a little synchronized breathing hug together, right? Or if you hug goodbye, right? Or hug hello in the evening when you come home, add a little 10, 20 second moment where you're just holding each other and having that breathing together. Okay. So I'm not asking you to add a lot and it will mean so much to your relationship, so much. And, you know, I'll get a little, I'll get a little spicy here. Uh, not that spicy actually, but even like after sex, when you're still kind of like connected in there together, have a moment to stop and pause and just luxuriate, I can never say that one, <laughs> luxuriate uh, in that moment and match your breathing then. Wow. It will feel amazing. It will feel so much different than, than anything you've ever tried. It's very cool. Okay. The next tiny, and, and remember that, that that synchronized breathing, that couple's breathing, 100% no words, not verbal. That is a physical only activity that you're doing together. I mean, maybe you have to talk about it or be like, hey, I want to do this thing that uh, I've been thinking about and you might find is odd or weird. Great vulnerability. Um, anywho, okay. The next one, and this is again, so simple. You'll maybe even do an eye roll for this, but so important, holding hands. <gasps> right, add some hand-holding in. So I don't know if, you know, there's a lot of couples out there who do hand-holding, a lot of hand-holding at the beginning of their relationships because you just want to touch and be close to each other and just like, oh, so great. And then it can kind of fade out and dissipate. Well, let me tell you about hand-holding. And this even goes, again, for any kind of social relationship or connection we have. So you so you could even benefit from doing it with a friend or a relative, a loved one of any kind. But here's the research. This comes out actually of the, the Harvard uh, Study for Adult Development, which started all the way back, I think, in the late 1930s. Um, and this was actually a study that they've been doing where they've been following people long term to see what helps people thrive. So not what helps prevent disease or like, a, sorry, what are like more like indicators for disease, but kind of look at the positive lens, like, okay, who out of this research group is thriving and what do we see their habits um, and their routines and their lifestyles involved. So they found that, uh, you know, obviously handholding, we could probably have guessed this without looking at their study, that it obviously, because it's a touching thing, probably produces oxytocin. And it does. And that's the cuddle hormone that people talk about. So great. So holding hands produces more of that cuddle hormone. That cuddle hormone is that bonding and connecting hormone that we usually see in like the, I think it's the, um, after the honeymoon stage. Uh, of our relationships. So that it's coming in at that, uh, at that place. Perfect. Cool. Well, great. So just by holding hands, we're releasing the hormone that helps us bond and feel closer together. Fantastic. But what I think is actually more cool and exciting is it was also find, found, found, find, <laughs> it was also found to send signals to the vagus nerve. Okay. That's our, um, you know, rest and digest our nerve, right? That we're always trying to relax. Again, the deep breathing actually helps relax our vagus nerve too, depending on the kind of deep breathing we do together. But 
Anywho, uh, and so the vagus nerve sends signals then to our hypothalamus in our brain, and then our hypothalamus uh, in turn sends signals uh, elsewhere in our body. And we actually, from holding hands, can see a decrease in heart rate, so a lowered heart rate and lowered blood pressure. And it helps with managing neurological stress responses. What? So not only does it release that hormone, right? Our oxytocin, but it also lowers our heart rate and our blood pressure and our stress responses. Amazing. So again, a thing that you can, a physical thing, it needs no words. It needs no words about feelings or emotions or anything like that, which is great because if you have someone, if you're in a rough spot, and I mean, I usually like to work with couples together because that's where you're going to get the most growth. I'll also work with singles and I'll also work with people just wanting to do, you know, that social health, emotional growth piece. But, you know, if you are in a bit of a rough spot and you are in a relationship with someone who is resistant to go going to counseling or coaching or working with someone like me, these tiny physical things or someone who is a little scared about being vulnerable, doesn't want to talk about their feelings, whatever the resistance is. You can do these physical things and they don't involve any of those scary word feelings, talking about problems, all of those kind of parts, and they can improve the relationship. They can improve even that self-benefit of like, oh my gosh, it's lowering my heart rate and my stress levels and my whatever, and it's increasing our bonding hormone together. Oh my gosh, this is like a like a four for one. Amazing. And again, we all know we can put in hand-holding we, anywhere right? Or not anywhere, but like lots of places. Uh, so we could do it while we're watching TV. Why not? We can do it while we're going for walks, while we're driving with each other. Um, even if we're zoning out on our phones, I mean, it depends if you need two hands to scroll or one hand to scroll, but you can even have a little handhold every few minutes until you need your hand and then handhold again. You can even do it during that. You could even double up and hold hands while you're doing your couple's breathing exercise together. Oh my gosh, another two for one, which makes it like a million to one with all the benefits from both of the things. All right, perfect. So, so far we've got our couple's breathing and our hand holding. So many benefits. It's going to bring you closer together. Now, again, these aren't things where it's like I hold a hand one time, uh, feels the same. No, but these are little tiny habits that you can easily add in every day to things that you already do and they will get you to that closer, connected, better place where you kind of just like, hey, we've been putting hand-holding in for a while. And then one day you just end up and you're like, whoa, we're way more physically connected with each other. We're starting to open up and try out this vulnerability piece. We're starting to do more love actions towards each other, right? That's how these little tiny physical things work. And the last one, again, another teeny tiny piece for you guys to try out is smiling. <laughs> So not everyone, sometimes we can forget, right, to smile at the loves of our lives, at our partners, at our families during the day, because we are just so caught up in that hustle and bustle. Again, we know uh, that smiling, and maybe you didn't, maybe this will be a new fun fact for you, but we know that smiling at just doing it yourself and seeing someone else smile, or even like laughing together also does this, releases dopamine and serotonin. 
So those are your mood boosting uh, hormones. But let's not forget that dopamine and serotonin are those hormones that we also release when we're in that infatuated honeymoon phase. So that smiling at each other in a long-term relationship actually unlocks some of those honeymoon phase hormones. So that means we'll start to get a little bit, the more we smile at each other and enjoy each other, uh, or laugh with each other, the more we start to get some of those hormones that we had in the beginning of our relationship. Wow, super cool. And uh, and that's going to really, that's taking some of those things that from that new relationship energy piece or from that honeymoon piece and pouring it in or accessing it into our real relationship energy, into that everyday energy that we can have for each other that's going to maintain us for the long term. And again, we all know that this can be added, right? Smiling. It can be added to pretty much everything. I'm probably an over-smiler, but um, we can add it into so many things we do, right? During the day. And they've even said in some of the studies I was looking over, which sort of surprises me because again, you don't want to be fake or disingenuous uh, with your partner. But even if you're like in a ma mood, if you do like a right? Like, I'm trying to smile at you, right? Kind of thing that it actually sort of feeds into eventually you actually releasing that, uh, like some real smiles. And it actually still boosts your mood, even, uh, I mean, not as much as a real smile, but even if you're kind of faking some smiles, as long as you're not like, I am begrudgingly faking this. If you're like, oh, I need to add in a smile, uh, that will boost your mood too. So not as much, like I said, as real smiles, but there does seem to be good research behind fake it till you make it with smiles. Great. Okay. So we have our three things, our three small physical things. Oh, actually I just popped into my head. Like if you want a concrete example of when to add in a smile, how about when, uh, your partner hands you your morning coffee or when, or maybe if you're like, my partner never hands me my morning coffee. Blah. Okay. Why don't you hand them their morning coffee? And with a smile, here you go, right? Turn that smile on, hand them something at dinner, when you're passing them food, when you're doing whatever kind of maybe, you know, kindful thing where you might make eye contact with each other or take a peek at each other, give them a smile, add that in. Okay, so we've got our breathing, our couple's breathing. We're gonna add in our hand holding. We're gonna put in some extra smiles. All things we can do, without words, all things we can fit into our day, every day, or can be combined together in our day, right? These tiny things to add to our relationship energy, add to our positive actions, and it's going to keep us sparked. Thanks to my quirky crew for sharing this space and your connection time with me once again. It's really, truly appreciated. If you're new here, I hope this time sparked your love and relationship energy too, and that you'll be joining us again. If something sparked you today, connected with you, delighted you, do reach out, find me on TikTok at sparked underscore forever or through my website, sparkedforever.com to get your free copy of Cake Night, your mini guide to making date night sweeter. Don't forget to send some love out by leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Not only does this send me some love, but it helps others find us on their relationship journey. Until next time, be sparked.